Welcome to this week's End of Days Update coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Just got off the plane from Minnesota. We had such a great time at Foundations Christian Fellowship and then Mercy Hill Church. People were so hungry, great crowds. And if you're anywhere near Grand Junction, Colorado this weekend, we'll be at Faith Heights Church Sunday morning, Sunday night. We'll get into the Word and have a great time. There's something about uh, promoting Jesus. If He be lifted up, He'll draw all men unto Him. So we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord and specifically the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war because that happens just after the rapture. And we do that because the rapture is signless, but the second coming has tons of signs. And man, we're seeing stuff every single week that point to the gathering of nations, specifically the ones that will be in the Ezekiel 38 war. They're doing things right in front of our eyes, very blatant, very, very exact what the Bible said they would do. So that tells us we don't have a lot of time left. So as we get into these things, it's all about an acceleration. When we see the finish line, you run faster, not slower. So all this information is to motivate us uh, to get the, the, the book of Acts basically finished. It got started 2,000 years ago and you're getting to finish it off. So we sure appreciate you watching. Colleen and I thank you so much for, for watching every week. We'll get into a lot. There's so much that happened this last week, so we'll try to get into it. We'll start first of all with Iran. The International Atomic Energy Agency said that Iran is uh, in, enriching uranium up to 60%, just like they said they would. They came out showing that the bomb that went off at Natanz has really did a lot more damage than they thought. In, in the middle of that, you've got negotiations going on with, with Iran right now that it looks like even the president of Iran said hey, they could have a settlement within the week. The problem is they're going back to what the sanctions were from 2015. And the, the problem with that is this Iran never did abide by those. So it's bizarre to come back with those same things and then it doesn't do any good. So in the middle of that, you've got Iran sending ships down toward uh, Syria to bring oil to try to get around the sanctions, and you've got Russia escorting them down there so no one can do anything about it. So in the midst of that, you had to come out in the paper in Iran today saying Iran should strike Israel's nuclear facilities. So man, there's a lot happening. It, along with all this technically talk about peace, they put a thing on uh, the video of all their drones and how sophisticated their drones are. Then you had an independent think tank come out with a report this week talking about Iran has way more ballistic missiles and way more drones than anyone thought they had. So I know Israel keeps up with that, but there's not a lot of talk of what Iran has because Iran doesn't really have an air force or really, or really have a strong navy. So they've been building up these ballistic missiles and they've been getting them from North Korea. So And the technology has been coming from North Korea. So it's a lot different than 10 years ago. That's why Israel's talked about what it looks like if there was a war to break out, they would have a thousand missiles a day coming into Israel. So, man, it's literally looking like the Ezekiel 38 war because of what's going on with Russia. When Iran's doing all this stuff, Turkey's doing what they're doing, but then all of a sudden Russia, remember last week, a couple of weeks ago, they started with about 15,000 troops, and they started with, that's a lot of troops, and they started with about another another 50. Well, it, and then it came out last week up to 110,000. Yesterday it came out, 150,000 troops on the border of the Ukraine uh, with 70,000 some odd tanks and missile batteries. So they're literally setting up to invade the Ukraine. So as scary as that is, uh, it's really literally what happens right after the rapture of the church. It's called the Ezekiel 38 war. It goes back to Old Covenant time after the church is raptured, to seven years of Old Testament. So God, uh, I say it this way, He's going to do rat-a-tat-tat with His baseball bat. The Bible says five-sixths of Russia is pushed back, or 82%, so that the heathen may know that He is God. So you're watching all this play out right in front of our eyes. And it's amazing, I haven't even seen a report at all about China setting up a base in Iran. 
I mean, they're bringing 5,000 troops from China set up in Iran to basically protect their investment, all the money that they've put into Iran, $800 billion to keep Iran afloat. A report came out this last week in the Jerusalem Post saying that Iran was close to financial bankruptcy, the whole country as close as they could get. So it's weird how all these nations keep helping Iran circumvent the sanctions that are put on them because they say publicly they want to annihilate Israel. So it's bizarre. And then you had Russia doing a blockade. So you had you had uh, naval vessels coming from England up into the Black Sea, and Russia said, you're not coming in here. So I, I am in totally intrigued that the rest of the world's not really talking about this. But you did have France's uh, uh, President uh, Emmanuel Macron say, hey, we've got to have a red line here. This is crazy. We can't, as a NATO nation, we can't allow Russia to do this. So... In the midst of all of that, you had Israel with Benjamin Netanyahu who was not able to form a, a, a majority. So he said, let's just have open uh, elections. It's so much happening there with the, the policies of, of Israel setting up for uh, Jesus is just about to come back. But in the midst of that, you had a massive earthquake on southern Iran, had a massive earthquake in Indonesia. You had an asteroid fly by in Spain. They could see it for almost a full minute. They could see a fireball from it. So we're, we're living just before the coming of the Lord. How blessed are we that he wants the message out. So you, you have to be a voice. You have to be a witness that Jesus is coming so soon. So all of this info is because he loves you so much. He wants to bless you, wants to strengthen you, wants to encourage you. So as we do, we get into all these things that are pointing to this. We always go back to the signs. Number one, Israel made a nation. Number two, Jerusalem went back. After that, you got the Hebrew language restored. Then you got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. Then you got the fertility of the land of Israel. You got the revival of the Roman Empire. You have the Temple Mount Institute. Man, they're ready to start having sacrifices right now. You talk about being in position. Jordan's even talking about how they have oversight of the Temple Mount. But there's so much going on about the Temple Mount as well. So, so we get into all that. Men will be lovers themselves. You have selfie sticks. You have 172 different species of predatory birds. Uh, that's radical. You have the cleanup crew in Israel right now. So you had fish show up in the Dead Sea. You had foxes show up on the Temple Mount. You had the ritual baths around the temple fill up with water. You had Rabbi Yitzhak Kaduri prophesy that Israel would be, be ruled by two Benjamin just before the coming of the Messiah. That's so wild. That happened this last year. So event after event, prophecy after prophecy pointing to the entrance of the king. So you've gone from signs that you got signals now. You had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles. You had four in a row. When's the last time you had four in a row? 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. Uh, 1948 when Israel was made a nation. And 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So amazing. And then after that, you had the Bethlehem Star. That's so cool. People don't talk about that that much. But man, at the birth of Jesus, you had Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus come together. The constellation was Virgo. This last year, NBC Nightly News. So we have a celestial event. Man, my ears perked up. You have Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus coming together. You have the Bethlehem Star. Man, the heavens are preaching to us. They're showing forth the glory of God. Uh, what was the constellation? Leo, he's the lion of the tribe of Judah. So there's many more things we could talk about. Uh, the stars that I don't get into every week that were coincided with uh, specific things happening to the nation of Israel. What's getting ready to happen? You're, you're getting ready to see the church depart and the earth go into a seven-year tribulation so Jesus can present himself to his brethren like Joseph did. Everything is being set up for the entrance of the king. Wow, the earth getting ready to receive God. So what do we do? Help our local church, help our local pastor, get the message out. 
Jesus is just about to come back. It's so low-key in some areas, but so over-the-top in some areas. But I'm telling you what, we've got to get the message out. We have a lot of work to do in a short period of time. Why? We're about to see Jesus face-to-face. Man, thanks for tuning in this week. We'll come back next Wednesday. We'll look at the stuff that happens around with Russia and with Iran, specifically Turkey as well. Man, those three nations are set up for the Ezekiel 38 war. We're so privileged and so blessed. Have a wonderful week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.